Mock. Yeah. Draft. Yeah. Time. Yeah. 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 Let's talk to the pros. What's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to Fantasy Pros, where fantasy sports lives. It is me, it is Dan Harris, and it's you, and we're doing another mock. That's right, in case you didn't know, it's another mock draft, and we have a great guest for you today on the program. Uh, He is someone I have just recently become acquainted with, and I gotta tell you, I'm a big fan already. His name is Michael Govier. You can follow him on Twitter at MJGovier, which sounds really really fancy. He is the host of the Enrico Palazzo podcast, which uh, I, I just, I love this. It's so great. He's also the co-owner of Roto Fanatic. Michael, welcome to the program today, my friend. Joe, what a pleasure it is to be aboard here. I will tell you that uh, Enrico Palazzo is also very grateful for the time and energy. So <laughs> I'll get that on record. You know, it's always it's always a good day when you get to talk about Enrico Palazzo. And look, we've got a, a, a fun mock draft here set up for you, everybody. So just so everybody knows what we're doing, it is another 5x5. Five five. I know some people out there saying, why aren't you doing OBP instead? Why aren't you doing points league? We'll get to that. Don't worry. We're very busy here. Dan Harris, uh, you're like the, the veteran here when it comes to the mock drafts. How do you feel about this one? Are you ready to go? Do you feel more empowered now that all of the tools, and, and yesterday you had a, a tool session, and uh, do you feel even better now about your use of all the tools? Do you have your belt on? I mean, that was really for you, okay? I do like 85,000 <laughs> things of these a year, and that's why I dominate all my drafts. Yeah, I'm actually in two drafts right now. You're in TGFBI as well. I assume mm-hmm. both, Michael, I assume you are as well. Oh, yeah, year two. Absolutely. There it is. There you go. And I'm doing another draft champion, so I'm using the draft assistant, which is basically the same exact thing as this, so I'm all in. I'm totally ready to crush this. Absolutely. All right, so before we break it down and start the draft, a little bit of housekeeping we got to do. Thanks to our friends at Pristine Auction. We have a winner from February from our Manny Machado giveaway. It is Eric from Colorado. Congratulations, Eric. And If you did not win, by the way, but you did submit, guess what? You are now able to win this month's, and I don't know if it could get any better than Machado, but it did because this month our giveaway, thanks to Pristine Auction, is a Juan Soto autographed jersey my number one pick in tgfbi so go to fantasypros.com slash mlb contest again fantasypros.com slash mlb contest very simple you go to apple Podcasts or Castbox. you go take a screenshot of your glowing review of dan harris and myself and how much you love us talking baseball and then you come over you fill out the form you upload the screenshot boom you are entered to win once again thanks to our friends at pristineauction.com so what's the link fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. Get your Juan Soto jersey. We've got a a few weeks here going ahead, so that's a very exciting stuff. Plus, I want to remind everybody, it's around the corner now. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel for Fantasy Pros MLB. Once again, we've got our Fantasy Baseball Fest coming up on Friday, March 12th from noon to four. Four hours of Fantasy Baseball goodness. Dan Harris, myself, Nick Pollock, Alex Fast, Bogman, Welsh, Eric Cross. Oh my God, Chris Meany, Justin Mason. The list goes on and on and on. It's going to be fantastic, but you got to be a subscriber. So go subscribe to Fantasy Pros MLB channel over on YouTube. Click that notifications button. That way you know and spend some quality time. It's Friday. Don't worry about it. Nobody's paying attention to what you're doing. You can just hang out with us and talk baseball. So that being said, are we ready, boys and girls, to kick this off? Because... 
Today, it's a regular setup, five active outfielders, corner, middle. We've got our regular grouping of pitchers. We got a few um, bench spots as well. So let's start things and randomize the draft order. So, Dan Harris, are you ready to get randomized? I'm so ra- always right. ready to be randomized. Michael Govier, are you ready to get randomized? I am always down with randomized. Been down since day one. Oh, I love that. All right, so let's see where the randomizer has sent us all. Beep, bop, boop, bop, boop, bop, boop. All right, I am the seventh pick overall. Michael is the sixth pick, which should be fun. And uh, Dan Harris, where are you? I don't, I don't, I'm oh, fifth. there you are. I'm you're fine. By the way, Michael, your name's in there. Way to go. We had Yay. trouble getting Michael's name on there. I found a workaround, by the way, because I, I was putting at, I was trying to make my Twitter handle on there. It didn't oh, want no. the at, no ats. So no, wants your, no one wants your ad around here. You yeah, take that clearly. at and you leave. All right, so uh, let's take a look at the board and where we've begun here Whoa. with the draft mock wizard that we use here. Dan Harris is up. So far, it's been gone to Gromwit 1-1. Fascinating. Mookie wow. Betts, huh. Acuna, Trout. Dan Harris, you are on the clock with Tatis and Soto. My God, this is the greatest day ever for you. I, it's almost an embarrassment of riches. I'm going to take Tatis. I do have him one spot higher than uh, Soto on my board, So, but it, it's a very close call. But for me, I'll take uh, the uh, unstoppable upside of Fernando right. Tatis, lack of my shortstop. Govier is on the clock. This is kind of fun because we are literally like three picks in a row, which never happens. Right. So, cool. Michael, you're uh, 40 seconds left on the clock here. Soto's still there. Uh, you've still got Garrett Cole. It's no and brainer, course, Joe. No brainer. Of course it is. Of Come course on. it is. I mean, One Soto all day. And, and and that is stunning that he dropped there, Michael, don't you think? Yeah, I'm very surprised. Uh, Dan did me a favor, but he also took Tatis, to so you can't be too bitter about it on yeah, his end. On, we all win. We're all winners right now. It's a happy day. Yay, everybody's By the winner. way, the one thing is when you do this, these are based on expert consensus rankings. You're basically drafting against artificial experts, and there are people who have, who love the pitching and are going to go pitching early. Two drafts are never going to be the same. That's why you want to do a bunch of these. And so DeGrom went one, but I have seen that happen in a real draft. So it's unusual, but not absolutely crazy. So Joe, you went Garrett Cole. I did. I went Garrett Cole, and I know it's going to come back to me in a second uh, as we go through because I know the pitching run that's about to happen. And of course, Bieber went, and of course, uh, Trevor Bauer went as well. I'm hoping that somebody good makes it back to me here in terms of offense. And uh, I do like what's out there. Manny Machado is out there. That's certainly a pick I think is worthy to start a team with. Um, so I think I'm going to go with Manny Machado. Had a very good season last year. Love this Padres team. Love what they've done. And we'll let the dice fall where they may. But I kind of wanted to make sure that I got um, I got that elite starting pitcher. And I wasn't sure if Darvish was going to make it back. Had I had to do it all again, I probably would have taken the hitter and taken Darvish. But then again, that's what's so fun about the mock draft simulator. You can back out picks and redo things and see how your team goes. Michael, you are on the clock. And you have selected Lucas Giolito, who is one of my favorite pitchers for sure. Take us through your thoughts on Giolito this year. Well, I could have gone Bueller or Darvish, but I'm not a biggest fan of Darvish this year. I believe Giolito will give you the workload, the wins, everything you want. Case, there's nothing he cannot provide you, and he's a horse. He's proven it in recent years where he's on the brink of a Cy Young. I really believe that. The no-hitter was just a little prelude of the continuing evolution of Lucas Giolito, and I just trust him being more of a a deep innings guy than Bueller is. Now, this is going to be tricky because... Dan Harris just took you, Darvish, and now you've said all those, you know, things where you didn't love him. And now, Dan, it's back to you already because this is like rapid fire. It's basically like we're the only people in the draft, so to speak. I mean, it's the way to do it, Joe. I love it. I love this. So, Dan, you got your you, Darvish. So where do you go next? All right. So I'm going offense. I, I mean, I could go with another pitcher. There are plenty of times where I like to leave the draft. 
uh, with two pitchers in my first three rounds. But So that guy probably, for me, would be Jack Flaherty. If you look on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, dot com uh, on our on our MLB channel you can see these are my own I've made my own cheat sheet here so I am looking at my own rankings which I will talk about ten a little seconds bit later. Harris I've got <gasps> it I'm taking no, Ozzy just... Albies I'm taking All the right. second baseman nice. I think there's a little bit of a tier with Albies could have taken Rendon or Brigman who I also like there I could have taken Flaherty but I'm gonna go I'm gonna secure my middle infield start off with Tatis Albies Darvish I've got some speed I've got some power I've got an ace I'm ready to go very good Michael you are yeah, on is... the clock. Yeah, it's a tough call with with the uh, with the issue here with Bogarts and this MRI in the shoulder. It's got me a little paranoid. I don't want to overreact to spring training news too much, but in the end, I think I'm going to go with Alex Bregman because I think yep. we're kind of dismissing him too much. Even though the you know the Astros had the cheating scandal and he had a hamstring injury last year. Forget 2020. I don't care about that. Forget it all. Erase <laughs> it from your memory. Wipe yourself clean. Start fresh. This guy can make elite contact with great bat speed, even for a smaller dude. Uh, look, I, I love the Bregman pick there. I think he's being grossly undervalued in drafts. And uh, if you go back and you look at the road OPS during the quote cheating scandal, the road OPS was higher. Okay, so I don't want to hear anybody talk to me like, oh, Bregman's just like a product of the fact he knew it's coming. You still got to hit it. Last time I checked. So here, here. Love the Bregman. I mean, right. This was a guy who was basically an end of the first round pick last year. And right. now you're getting him in the third. That's a tremendous value. Mm -hmm. I am very happy because now that I took Cole, I told you a little worried there. Okay, Machado is good. Not great. But I got my boy Eloy on my squad right now. Five active outfielders. You have to prioritize outfield. I'm going to do that. I think sky's the limit for this guy. We have not seen the best out of him yet. After that, we do have the usual suspects going here. Raphael Devers, Arenado, Bogarts. Those are the names, basically. You have some pitchers going as well, like Brandon Woodruff and Zach Gallen. And uh, now it is back to me yet again. Oh, the question is, do I double up with my White Sox outfielders and go Luis Robert? Mm, very tempting. Very tempting indeed. But instead, what I'm going to do is go hard at second base because second base is terrible. We keep talking about what a disaster, what the drop-off is, and I'm a big fan of Whit Merrifield. Uh, I love the stolen bases. I love the run scored. Uh, big fan of Whit Merrifield, so I'm going to take him there and take care of a, a tougher position, so I feel pretty good about the yeah. offense. I'm going to have to take a pitcher again pretty soon. Michael, you are on the clock, my friend. You snipe me, Joe. I How dare you. you. How dare I? Nah, I'm quit. I'm out. I'm done. I'm taking my draft ball and going home. <laughs> I'll tell you what, this is an interesting call here. I can go between two guys I like because I didn't get any steals. Now, people would say, you took Bregman, but you're missing out on steals right now. What are you doing, Mike? So that's a fair point. But I'm going to go with Tim Anderson, another White Sox player, who I actually believe could win the MVP this year. I'm not kidding. I really believe on a good team, he provides everything. If he's healthy for a full year, we're talking MVP possibilities in 2021. Big fan. Big fan of Tim Anderson. I like this pick. Uh, shortstop is deep, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't address it because remember it's deep. That means there's a lot of good players at it. So if you fall too far behind, you're going to be behind in your productivity in your league. That means it's up to you, Mr. Harris. And I see you are very quick on the trigger. So three white socks in a row, Jimenez, Anderson, and Robert. Ooh, wee, I like this. So take me through your thoughts on Luis Robert in this pick here. There was this was a no brainer for me once uh, once Michael took Tim Anderson, who again, uh, Tim Anderson, and I've said it before, Joe, and I've, it's borne out in regular drafts. I can't bring myself to do it. I, I don't know why. It's just like I look at him like you shouldn't be as good as you are. I, I refuse to buy into you, even Ouch. though he does it each and every year. I know. Terrible. But I do love Luis Robert. I mean, 
I, I realize that, you know, he, he certainly, you know, it was kind of a tale of two seasons there for him last year. But realistically, the guy is go is like he's 30, 20, uh, you know, just pretty easily waiting to happen. Again, I'm continuing sort of where I'm at here with power and speed combinations. And Joe, as we fig- as you told me and you were <laughs> correct, outfield dries up pretty quickly, it does. oddly enough, in these leagues. So I'm going with my first outfielder and then I'm going to take. Carlos Carrasco, I like to get at least two pitchers in my first five rounds. If I can, it was him or Strasburg for me. I think Carrasco bounced back huge from leukemia. I think he's going to have a great year with the Mets, which, again, no DH, improved infield defense. So I'm all about Carrasco as my SP2. Yeah, I got to tell you, man, he was on my board. He was one of the three pitchers I had to look at. Great K per nine, fantastic bounce back last year. Michael, you then took Starling Marte, so you got your steals, bud, so you must be feeling pretty good about that. This is a guy that's on every damn team I own. I can't think of a team I don't have him on because I've been on the turn a lot. You know, I'm in the TGFBI. I'm at 15. And I know because I've done the turn about five or six times that Starling Marte will be there in the 45, 48, 50 range yep. at most. And he's so underrated. I, I think he should be higher up. I don't understand. People think because he's 32 years old, he won't steal bases anymore. But there's no indication of any type of regression on that area. So I'm all in on Starling Marte. Well, for me, it's a it's a pitcher right now, and I keep going back and forth between Strasburg and Corbin Burns. And you know what? I'm just going to take Mr. Burns at the end of the day. I think he's an excellent selection. And, and the reason why is, like, I am just over it. I am over Steven Strasburg and his myriad of injuries. Every year, it's something. I'm tired. I'm over it. I'm, I'm too old to deal with these things at this point in my life, and I just don't want to do it anymore. Uh, now we're looking at guys like Michael Conforto making it back to me. Uh, the shortstop, we got Glaber Torres, who also qualifies at second. I think Glaber Torres has been grossly undervalued in drafts, and I mean grossly. I do not get this. I don't understand why people are just letting this guy go. Do we forget that just, what, uh, a year or so removed from almost a 40-home run season? I mean, this guy is, is money in the bank, love the ballpark, Give me Glaber Torres. So I got the shortstop. I got the second base. I got my outfield. I got a third baseman, two pitchers. That's where I'm at so far. And uh, Michael Govier, you are now on the clock officially. Yeah, this is a tough one here. I'll tell you what. Uh, it's a tough really room. Oh. It is. oh, man, you better believe it. I would have liked to have taken Strasburg, even though you tore him a new one. I did. Very uncool of well, you to look, do so. Some people have more of a tolerance than I. I'm, I am, I'm old. I got no filter. I'm just over Steven Strasburg. I'm looking at 162, and I'm thinking, am I going to get 160 innings? Maybe. I'm going to go with the, the young kid but you know you're in, you know the innings are going to be good, man, when he's out there, and nobody's going to have innings this year. I don't know. Strasburg's slowly been moving up for me. as I've He's been. slowly yeah. moving up for me, just not ahead of Burns. Burns and Carrasco were the last two, so that's where I was. You went with Keston Hira, so Michael, take us through that pick. Well, uh, by the way, with Strasburg, if you're right on him, you're going to gain an advantage because people 100%. are dismissing him. So that 100%. it's kind of one of those tipping points in your drafts. Uh, it's a do-or-die situation, of course. But for me, Keston Hero is a great second baseman. He might get more eligibility at first if he bounces around because Colton Wong's in town. If there's a DH, that'll change things as well. But I just think this guy is a special player. Sure, he strikes out a lot, but he can steal bags, crank bombs, and hit for average. I don't know why I wouldn't want that as my second baseman. That's all good points. So, Dan Harris, you are back-to-back here in the draft because everything else is being simulated. So give us your two picks that you just made. All right. I made one. I made Nelson Cruz, which was my first Uh, pick. Joe, we talked about it, man. We love us some Nelson Cruz. We love the old guys who are just still amazing, but who, for whatever reason, people are like, you're old. Now I get Cruz's utility only. That's fine. (laughs) 
Now, this is something, again, that I think which is a great part of our draft wizard. And again, when you use your draft assistant, if you are watching it at youtube.com slash fantasypros.mlb, uh, you can see on the left is a list of players, and you can see a little percentage next to them. That's the percentage that they're going to be drafted before it gets back to you, okay, based on the artificial intelligence. So I kind of liked Nick Castellanos there for my pick. But it was only 41% that he would be drafted, as opposed to Cruz, where there was a 70% chance he would be drafted. So even though I slightly prefer Castellanos because I'm a big fan, I went and opted to go with Nelson Cruz because of the pick predictor. It did work out. Castellanos made it back to me. So I'm taking here two kind of boppers because I really lack that just classic, huge, you know, big, reliable power hitter with Tatis and Albies and Robert. These are just guys who are masters. Castellanos and Cruz back to back for me. Very Big nice. Bubba. And you would assume that there's a bounce back a little bit in the batting average from Cassianos because that's always been a pretty established thing. The batting him. average was like 274 last year anyway. Right. So, And the whole Reds, right? Remember, the Reds right. were like historically bad. There, there's going to be a bounce back. Ooh, I love this pick, Michael. Sorry. All right, Michael, take it. us through this pick of Kyle Hendricks right here. Another starting pitcher goes. I feel like there's a run coming. Dan said big boppers. I'll keep thinking of the big bopper. Hello, baby. <laughs> yeah. If you uh, get you that reference, you're definitely over 30. I just We're want to put so that old. You are an old person if you know what that is. <laughs> yes. I will say Kyle Hendricks is reliable. He's sturdy. He'll give me a lot of innings. And in a year of uncertainty with pitching, like none, none we've ever seen. I don't care what anybody tells you. Nobody knows what's going to happen for sure. I would like to have a guy like this. Even if he doesn't strike out a ton of guys, he's still pretty decent in that area. He's going to give me good ratios, and he can go deep into games. And that's why I'm taking Kyle Hendricks here. You know what I think is good for Paul Goldschmidt? Nolan Arenado being in St. Louis. A little line of protection for a change. How about that? Some better help. Can't hurt. First base. <laughs> Not the greatest spot, okay? I'm telling you right now, there's, you know, right now this drop-off is the last couple guys. You got Olsen, you got Rizzo. But I feel like, you know, when when last year Goldschmidt was healthy, you saw him tear it up. So I feel really good about the Cardinals being competitive in this division. And now it comes to another pitcher. And you know what? Sometimes it's good to be dull. Sometimes it's good to take a shot. I'm going to take a shot right now because even though he's a little bit, little bit lower down, I could go safe with Zach Granke, but I'm not going to do that with my pitcher. Instead, I'm going to go for broke because I've done some safe mocks here on the show already. I did the last one where I have Charlie Morton and guys like that. Let's take a little Chris Paddock. I talked to the Welsh extensively about Chris Paddock and um, a lot of that starting to possibly come into a situation where now he is feeling comfortable with that third pitch. Now he's feeling comfortable not having to carry the workload of the ace of the rotation. Now that Darvish is there, now that Snell is there. As my third starting pitcher, I think that's a perfect spot for Chris Paddock, who could end up as a 1A by the time season's over. That's my take on Paddock. Michael Govier, you are up on deck now. I agonized over Paddock last night in TGFBI, and I ended up going with Alcantara. It was between Lopez, Alcantara, and Paddock, and I still wonder if I made the wrong choice. I hope I, I don't regret that. I, I think, think you I did. did. I love I you. I, I took Paddock yes. in TGFBI, and I'm telling, and I got Gallon and Kershaw. You know what? In in formats like that, I think you got to go for broke, right? Because you're trying to win the overall. I mean, you're yes. just trying to go for it. So I think that's where you could take some chances. But I think if this was for money, what you're saying brings up a good point because you're trying to, you know, find a little middle ground. You've got 10 seconds. You've taken Jeff McNeil, one of my favorite underrated players, a guy who does everything, hit a bomb yesterday yeah. off the lefty Framber Valdez. So your thoughts on Jeff McNeil? I love Jeff McNeil. It, depending on your situation, what league, what format you're in, he's got multi-eligibility, which is fantastic. He'll be a solid, solid 
floor on your batting average, no matter what happens. He's always going to bring that batting average. The question is, could he give me 10 extra steals this year? I still believe there's some steals in the tank, and that's where people say, well, he's not going to provide that. I believe he will, and I think he's good for 20 homers. I still do. All right, Dan Harris, you are up, my friend, on the clock with 20 seconds. How you feeling about the roster? Where are you looking? Uh, I need some pitching. Uh, I don't love what's here. I mean, I have two guys who I'm kind of looking at. Neither one of them is crazy. But, you know, I drafted this guy in a league yesterday. It's Jose Barrios. I know, like, the upside has never been there, you know? It's just never Mm -hmm. come. You've kind of been waiting (laughs) for it. It was very exciting. But, you know, what he'll do, especially this year, we, you know, Michael talked about it, the innings, the reliable innings that you just kind of need to be there. Like, oh, it's like the Seinfeld. They're just going to. They're just going to be there. You know, that's how I feel about Barrios, right? He's going to be there. I have very few worries about the innings. And now I'm going to take one of my favorite guys. Again, I love multi-position eligibility, you know, in drafts, on teams. I'm going to take Max Muncy here, who is the highest player on my board. I'm going to say real quick, you can see on the left-hand side of the screen, if you're watching on our YouTube channel, again, it says NFBC. That's a cheat sheet I created for TGFBI. You can name your That's a cheat lot of letters. Sheet. Can, Could you throw out I, some more is. letters? <laughs> go down to the latest Fantasy Pros ECR. You can see the rankings that are there. By the way, if you create a cheat sheet, which you can with rankings, generally you can pick experts and put in their rankings. It will automatically update if the expert that you choose updates their ranking. So if you take it from February 1st, that your cheat sheet from any, you know, experts rankings will update whenever they update their rankings. I'm sorry, Michael. Right. Go no, ahead. that's okay. You You're the EIC of ECR I am. over here at FP. Very true. Um, so, Michael, <laughs> can you please uh, take us from your pick, Alex Verdugo, guy who hit very well against left-handed pitching last year. A lot of people don't realize that. That, to me, was a big mark of a guy who's ready to take that next step. So, go ahead. Talk to me about Verdugo. Yeah, who's the BMOC, by the way, here? Did <laughs> cover that one yet? It's 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 DH over there. That's yeah. the oh. right here. Because I that answer to sense. him at the end of the day. <laughs> you guys love Seinfeld. A lot of Seinfeld references on your guys' show, by the way. I've, I've been listening. Uh, yeah, I cannot disagree with that. that all year. So. <laughs> I find your belief system fascinating. Uh, <laughs> I must say, real quick, Alex Verdugo could win a batting title this year. He's that good. He also gives me a lot of at-bats. I want people that are going to give me plate appearances and opportunities and I'm going a little batting average heavy in my team right now, but I have no regrets yeah. on it so far. That's that's a big thing that struck out to me when I was like, wow, all right, batting average is uh, done over here. This, this is done. <laughs> You've won it. You've won the category so far with your draft here with uh, with McNeil, Tim Anderson, Juan Soto, Marte, Verdugo. Woo, I like it. Light on power, though, right, Dan? So this is the oh, thing I'm hoping to pick up later. Well, you got to make it up somewhere. you got to make it up somewhere. Now, uh, I went ahead and took Byron Buxton trying to get, who knows, maybe I'll get 25 stolen bases or maybe I'll get 25 games. I'll flip a coin <laughs> and find out which one I get when it comes to Byron Buxton. But you know what? I took a shot on him in labor. So if I'm in for a penny, I'm in for a pound. Let's just go. In the 10th round here, basically now, well, ninth round, I took him. Uh, now, look, I- I'm not usually one to go chasing closers, but I feel like Brad Hand is the last guy that I feel yep. kind of warm and fuzzy about. So I'm going to take Brad Hand, get some saves, lock that in a little bit with some good peripherals. It took everything in my being not to take my boy Charlie Morton or Patrick Corbin here. But alas, I actually do like my pitching. And uh, Michael, it is back to you. And you've taken a starting pitcher. And his name is Dylan Bundy. I believe Dylan Bundy showed us what he's finally going to be doing on a regular basis, or at least more often in 2021. Some 2020s I've dismissed, but not Dylan Bundy's. That slider is wipeout, and he's using it much, much more. 
He had a multi 12K games last year. It was amazing. He had a couple that didn't go his way, but that's going to happen to pitchers too. I believe he's the workhorse for this team, and that's what I want. A guy who give me Ks and workhouse, workhorse value at this point in the draft, I'm in. I like that. Like it a lot. Dan Harris, back to you. So you've got your two picks basically coming at you. Where'd you go for your first one? Because it looks like you went closer too. I did. I went with Rosenthal, who I now, I put up there as sort of the last guy, Joe. Once you got hand, yeah. Rosenthal's the last guy with me who I've, I've moved up. Because again, he's going to close in Oakland. And really, when you look into him, he was a pretty dominant reliever before he got hurt. Two and, seconds, Dan. Oh, whoa, okay. Uh, Musta. I had I had 24 seconds. Yeah, I had 24 I too. Yeah. That's what, are you, what are you scaring me, Joe? I All right, I well, then I panicked. I panic drafted and I took uh, Mike Moustakis, who's fine. I mean, that's like a good probably, panic draft. I, that, I, love, I love that movie. I was, Wasn't that the, who was it? Jody Foster was in panic, panic draft, room. Right? You're close. Yeah. Panic yeah room. They're perpetually okay, so, drafting in a panic room. Okay. It's awful. I am going sort of the opposite of Michael. I felt like because he was drafting right next to me, at so much batting average. I had to go with no batting average. So I'm just sort of essentially kind of mini punting it at this point, but. That, that's where I am. Go All ahead. right. I know it wasn't a healthy season for this next guy, but I can't let him go anymore. He keeps lasting around. So I'm going to take a shot on Tommy Pham. A little power, a yep. little speed, a little this, a oh little that. I could use a little Buxton and Pham, dude. You're <laughs> living Pham on the edge. Buxton. On the, the edge, way, I, it's not going to work wanna out say, well. I want to say about Buxton where if you want to draft Byron Buxton, if you have just like an inclination. <laughs> so just look at like his stat cast data and his numbers. And when you do, you're going to be like, well, I have to have this guy. Don't look at his games played because then you will want to <laughs> avoid him. But if you just look at what he does when he's on the field, you're like, I need this guy on every team right now. It's <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, look, I mean, it's it's. It's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to find this is something a little different. And it's amazing to me as I'm coming up here with 30 seconds left. A couple weeks ago, we did one of these, Dan, where I took yep. Trevor Rosenthal, what, in the 16th round, 17th yep. round? Yeah. You just took him in the 11th, right? Yep. So what a difference the signing makes and huh. where he's moved. And that's just one of those things. If you are drafting early, if you take your shots, sometimes you get some wins. Sometimes you're going to suffer some L's. But if you know what you're doing, more wins than not. Uh, I'm going to take another pitcher here because you just can't have enough of them. And I just love this guy. So I want some more shares of him. Montas is on my board too, but I'm going to go with Sixto Sanchez because everybody knows. I just like to say Sixto Sanchez, but I see some big starts from this guy. And I think I have the kind of rotation with Garrett Cole, where if he is a little up and down, I can handle that on the roster. So that's kind of where I look at Cole Burns, Paddock, Sixto Sanchez. That's where it is right now. Brad hand. Those are the pitchers. Uh, goes back to Michael, who took a Marlins pitcher as well. Look at us again. Now it's your turn to take a Marlin. We did three White Sox in a row. Now it's two Marlins. No pressure, Harris. Pablo Lopez goes to Michael. Michael, talk to me about Pablo Lopez. Well, we got to jam them together. They're pals. They're buddies. They spend a lot of time together during the year, so I thought I'd try to keep them tight in the draft. And Pablo Lopez is a guy who will take the next step this year. He's already evolving into an above-average pitcher. He's got some nasty stuff. He's... My only concern is that he might be injury prone a little bit, but we don't have enough to verify that yet. So as long as he stays healthy and continues to grow, this is a guy who could end up being the ace of that staff. Very good. Dan Harris, you're healthy and still growing. Uh, I know wow. you eat all that magic spoon. That's probably why. I do. So tell, tell me tell me about your next pick here, because it looks like you took the other guy that I didn't. <laughs> I, I have taken two. Uh, I've made my two picks already like lightning. My God, I'm like so ready to go. Uh, it, Tommy Edmond who just kind of is, number one, we're, we're going with the multi-position eligibility strategy over here at Team Harris. Uh, you know, Edmonds, 
going to bat the top of the lineup. He's going to steal some bases. He's going to have some power. So, and he can play pretty much all over the place. And then Montas, who you mentioned, Joe, I mean, that's our guy. We like mm-hmm. him. It sounds like he's recovering here from the COVID-19. I know it, it beat him up a little bit, uh, you know, more so than Bieber, who is asymptomatic. But it does sound like he's good and he's ready to go. I love the bounce back for Montas. All right. Then Michael takes Alcantara. So, obviously, he's got uh, the friends are still together, right, which is nice. They'll go to the coffee shop. A little central perk action for uh, Michael's rotation. Yeah, this is Miami. Me. They're not going to the coffee shop. You know what they're doing down there. Uh, well, Party know, time. Uh, uh, one would one would imagine. So uh, I'm going to go here. I'm on the clock with 10 seconds. I'm going to go back to Michael's pick in a second. But uh, hey, look, this is a very Ricky Bobby team. So you're not first, you're last. Let's go with Victor Robles. Because uh, mm. uh, you know what? Man. There's a, just, let me I mean, tell you, I'm let looking, me tell you I'm looking at this outfield and the power and the speed potential of the outfield I got. I mean, like I said, it's first or last, but Buxton, Fam, Eloy Jimenez, and Victor Robles. I'll, I'll, I'll go to war with this. This is going to be a fun team. <laughs> I mean, Michael, the one thing that you're going to realize if you do more of these with Joe is that Joe has his guys. There are like oh, yeah. three more picks Always. right now that I could call out if you want. Who's gonna happen. But it's, <laughs> you know, I, we're, we're largely on the same side. I'm probably not drafting Buxton as much as I'm in love with looking at his sort of, you know, underlying data. But Robles, I'm with you at this point, just because, again, we've seen we've seen it before. So I do like that pick there. Yeah, it's it's more about the guys I don't like. See, yeah. that that's the thing. You know, you have to identify like where you just don't see value on the board and you're just like I, I don't like any of these players i'm not gonna do this um this next one is tricky because there are some pitchers that i'm curious about i don't have a third baseman god knows i never draft a catcher everybody knows that about joe pizapia by now sure. so it's where i want to go which is ugh, tough I, I don't think i want to take the chance on donaldson as much as that is interesting so i'm gonna keep it safe here and just take justin turner at third base because he's just safe so, man, there the, you go. The, like 80 games you're going to get this year from Buxton and Turner are going to be sweet. You're going to like It's going to be fun. Hey, can I ask I, Michael something? I know you're yeah. the host, Joe, but I, I am no, interested. So you it. haven't taken a reliever yet. Is that right? You haven't taken a closer yet. That is accurate. Yes, sir. So are you going to wait? Because, again, we Joe and I sort of both talked about it, how you get past, what, Joe, 10 relievers, 11 relievers maybe, and then it's just like, I don't know. Just a Look what just happened. So, Look what just happened. Oh, they're Isn't all that crazy? What? what? Oh my gosh! It's like I could see right into your beautiful little mind right, right there. Like, All right, no, go ahead. break wow. it down. Go ahead. Sorry, Joe. Take over. Ask oh, I'm ask sorry. I thought done. you wanted Michael Kill to me. break Come down. On, I got to me. Joe. Both barrels. Come on, pick, Kim. Kim, break. Tell me about Kimbrel. You, Michael, you talk about Kimbrel while Dan <laughs> stutters around for time to make his. Pick. That's true. That's accurate. <laughs> accurate. At least it's accurate. The show always accurate. Always accurate. Look, Craig Kimbrel still has something left in the tank. And he was actually pretty good after a really rough start last year, if you look inside the numbers. So I'm going to bank on the fact that they want to trade him and get his value up, which means, hey, we want you to be good. And if that might be a little bit of wishful thinking to hope he'll be good so they can trade him. But I believe that he's not as bad as we saw initially last year. So give me Kimbrell on a guy who could probably get 30 saves on the Cubs, who are actually not that bad at all. Dan Harris is up, and he... Goes ahead and makes his pick, which went, went flying by. I didn't even see it. Where'd you go? It went so fast. Trey Man, see, oh, no. Trey Why Man was he still it. around? Oh, how did that, I miss that? You took I'm my guy. Joe, oh, people, God. I'm telling you that people <sighs> do not love him the way you and I love him. And again, we have talked about it so far. Everything <sighs> so looks bad. good, right? Everything looks good with his health. Mm-hmm. But until everybody actually sees him getting back to it, his draft price is going to remain suppressed. So, And I needed an outfielder. So I'm going with him. All right, now I'm looking at my next. I just want to say, 
pick of the draft right now. I knew. I wow. knew. No offense, I knew Michael. I love you dearly. You're, you're favoritism. Dear, favoritism. It's a bunch of crap. You're now a dear friend of the show, but that, that's the pick of the draft right now. All right, go okay. ahead, Dan. I'll I'm do it again. I'm probably going to do a little bit of a reach, but again, you know, at this point, I I don't know. I feel like once everybody realizes he is going to play every day, he's going to be drafted much higher than he is, and I'm going to go with Clint Frazier. I have no worries about his playing time. I, I love it. Care. I, I don't do care. I don't care about Brett Gardner. I don't care about John Carl Stanton being the DH every day. Aaron Hicks is batting third. Great. Clint Frazier is going to play every day. Love his bat. So I'm, I'm trying to beef up my outfield here after largely ignoring Hey, look, there's a lot of upside there, and he's going to get the playing time. Michael, you're on the clock with 35 Clearly. seconds to go. So where are you, where are you looking? What do you need? Uh, well, I, I'm in trouble on a certain position here. Um, but uh, I'm going to go with Nick Solek. Just I love me some Nick Solek so much because he can give you almost everything. Almost everything. He's a great hitter, and the Rangers love to run, 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 run all day long. And I'm thinking Dan Harris on that pick is the king of wishful thinking. Old school. <laughs> oh, that Go is West. old school. I mean, <laughs> by the way, you have some, and again, position flex, position um, eligibility on our draft wizard is based on basically we incorporate a lot of sites, and we've talked about it. Yahoo is a little loose with their eligibility. <laughs> That's very kind players. of you. Very, so kind. When very you look, kind. Michael, when I look at your team, I mean, you've got eligibility all over the place. I mean, Solak, second, third, and outfield. McNeil, second, third, and outfield. Bregman still has shortstop eligibility because it's Yahoo. It's like Little League. Everybody's yeah, going to rotate I mean, around. Right here is going to play first this yeah. year. I mean, you, you, you're going to be able to plug holes all day long. I love it. I think it's an undervalued part. I love having guys who can mix and match like that. Uh, I'm higher on this guy than a lot of other people, but in terms of DFS, he was very good for me last year. It's Aaron Savali. So I'm going to take another pitcher here uh, and just keep loading up there because you just can't have enough arms, in my opinion. It's just you know, everything the time you think you have enough, you just don't. Um, and then, you know what? I'm going to take another closer because I think this guy's just got the gig. Um, actually, you know what? Wait, <gasps> now I have. Oh, uh, I have I, he's doing I, it. I know what he's no, doing. No. no. I, I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna uh, Dan. Are you want you want to take you want to take the uh, the guess here? Another one oh, of Joe's no. guys. See, it, it would have been Lorenzo Kane. I mean that that's, that's where one I of them. With it. But uh, there's another one even. I know who you're taking. Benintendi. You got it, baby. I called it. I called it. That's what I thought it was gonna be. Sorry. I, was, hey, yo, I listened to your damn show the other day. You got you're uh, a fool for it. But then well, well, I am. But Lorenzo Kane went right before me. I love it. So so I took my people. Andrew Benintendi. How you doing? And uh, once again, I'm adding him to this list of first or last team. This is the complete and utter Talladega Night squad, and I love it. Um, so I, that's good, because if, you know, May rolls around and no one's played a game, then I could just go, okay, well, I'm on to football then in June. Uh, how about you, Michael? You're on the clock. Where are you yeah. looking for to fill your roster? I would have took Benintendi, but you took him. Well, so that makes I'm... me feel even better now that you yes, would have I... done it. I, I need I, I... constant approval. Please help me. Make me feel loved. Uh, I'm taking Marcus Stroman. Mm. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's my guy. I don't leave a draft without Marcus. I mean, look. I'm sorry. It's fine. Fine. I mean, I don't like it. It's never going to be the same, Dan. It's never going to be the same now. No, it's really, it's not not good. Um, So I I love Stroman this year, by the way. He looked great yesterday. Not that that really matters. Um, Split change. I'm telling you, the new pitch, right? I'm buying. I'm buying the new pitch, man. This is where I get into the draft where I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't love you. I don't love you. I don't love you. So, I mean, I have eligibility, so I could go with outfielder. I kind of want another pitcher, so I'm going to go to the guy who basically I also draft in most leagues, and that's Tyler Malley, who, again, I love what we saw last year, brought back the slider. 
I love Strowman more, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm not, I'm, I'm definitely fine right. with it. Uh, not the pain in your voice made that pick all the more worth it, I think, for Michael. So upset. Now, yeah, if harsh. you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see, I, I keep it on the draft board, so it, it, even though Joe's hosting, so it's a little hard to pay attention to my team and sort of the strengths and weaknesses. Oh, so uh, that looking. sounds like loser talk to me, Michael. It is <laughs> oh, not that there. Is what I go with. Um, that's mean. But it's accurate. Um, what so, a now, loser. All right. This is you guys. Honestly, we're, I, we're supposed to be friends. Uh, okay. I am going to be obnoxious. And I am going to take my second closer, which is uh, whatever. It's Rafael Montero. Okay. And while I loved him as a starting pitcher prospect for the Mets, uh, look, they traded for him. He is going to be the guy. That bullpen out there is grotesque. So I at least have two guys who I feel relatively comfortable are, I mean, one definitely, but one who I, the other one I feel comfortable is going to be the sole closer for his team. So I will lock down my second RP position with Montero. Very good. Michael, you are now up. I was thinking about Montero myself, just kind of kicking the tires around yep. there, but um, it, it's tough. <laughs> hey, look, and, and this is why if you don't have at least one of those guys, it can get real ugly real fast, but don't pay overpay for the middle tier. That's the one thing we've tried to say over and over here. Hunter Correct. Dozier, excellent pick. Very underrated. Another guy who plays all over the place. So you really are going to work everybody in the rotation here. <laughs> I love Hunter Dozier, and I lucked out with the first baseman that I wasn't sure I could trust. But Hunter Dozier is somebody I love because he can give you – he could – at least 10 steals this year. I really think that's in the cards, and that's great at first and third base when he gets eligible over there. Plus, yep. he can mash. He just signed a four-year, $25 million deal. They believe in him. He's in his prime. Let's go! I am also in my prime, believe it or not. Um, you oh, obviously. Know it. You wouldn't know it. Eh. Dan, not, Dan doesn't eh. feel like I am. Not, not All right. so much. But when, in <laughs> when in doubt, take power. So, Kyle Schwarber, he looks fit. I, I don't want to oh, say boy. he's Here in the best go. shape of his life. Yes. He's in the best shape season. of his life. Look, look, money's on the table here for Kyle Schwarber. Uh, I'll take the cheap 30 home runs here that I just got in the 18th round because I'm going to yeah. get 30 bombs out of Schwarber. And that's it. I will suffer his batting average. I've got enough guys on this roster like Aloy, like um, Manny Machado that I feel pretty good about still. Uh, now it's back to me already, which means I got to go to the queue. And you know what? I'm going to take my second closer, which is Jose Leclerc. Oh, he is uh, oh, going God. to be the second guy there. Oh, God. No Boy. good. All right. It says it's a reach. I actually got a reach <sighs> alert just now. <laughs> yes, uh, I love the reach the alert. The mock Ooh! draft wizard. The draft wizard know, literally man. just mocked me. I just You're making questionable choices. Leclerc's got one season that he parlayed into like an 18 year deal. And I, you know, I think they <laughs> oh, were like, I don't know. I don't know. They, I, I hope, may, I guess they'll make him closer because they really don't have anybody else. But they really don't. Man. That dude, dude uh, look, right. I, I got mocked by the draft wizard. That is I hilarious. Got it. Oh, the, but the, the <laughs> in Russia, draft wizard mock you. Oh, sorry. That, that's that is an old school reference. If you get that one, you're welcome. If you don't, well, that's what Google's for. Uh, Michael, you took Mark Kana, which is a favorite of Ariel Cones. We just talked about him yeah. on the show earlier this week. So, what do you feel He's about Mark? He's, yeah. he's pretty smart. He's good. He's pretty, yeah, just a brief. Like him. He's pretty smart. He's all right. He's okay. <laughs> I talked to, yeah, I talked to him on my show about six weeks ago. Very wise man he is. Also a beautiful piano player. Beautiful yes. piano player. Lovely Very piano underrated. player. Uh, he's a renaissance real? man. This isn't a yeah. bit. He's like, no, he's a wonder. No, yeah. he really is. Yeah. You Straight. Know, things I need if you were learn. on Facebook, you'd see these videos. You know, oh right. wow, that was a burn. That's a, that like, was a, that's burn, a young right. man's game. Okay, pass that along. All right, go ahead. Talk about Marcana. He, I agree completely. By the way, I like I like Marcana a lot this year. If if he hits leadoff, now that might be a stretch. He might not hit leadoff. It'll probably be Loriano, but 
he's still a guy who can get on base. OBP, I love him even more, but he can hit 280, give me 25 bombs, steal 20 bases. He can definitely move back. 20 might be slightly high, but I'm getting 15 steals from him regardless. I like his value this late in the draft. I'm going to say your voice got really high when you said 15 yeah, steals. So I'm not sure whether or not you believe pretty, it. Pretty good. I'm not pretty, sure pretty whether good. or not you believe it. Okay. Human so lie detector. If you can see, I, I'm moving. I'm looking at my roster. I'm moving uh, Trey Mancini to the outfield from the middle <clears throat> infield position. Still I'm not so sure how he got there. He's not on my team. Uh, and uh, I am going to, as soon as I, oh, I'm only looking at there. My time's right. There we go. I'm going to draft Jorge Polanco. Oh, God. Another, another, oh, you're Harris killing favorite, me, Smalls. A Harris favorite over here, a guy who's constantly undervalued. Again, I, you know, I don't care that much about last year. Unless there's a reason to care about last year, I don't care about last year. No I'm reason at all. Right? That's what yep. I'm saying, Michael. Back in my good graces, that's what I'm saying. So I went right, with take very Tavares, long. by that the way. I needed quick. some speed. <laughs> Leody Tavares, I needed some speed. He's going to lead off for the Rangers. He's got 96 percentile in sprint speed. He stole 31, 32 bases in the minors. What's your sprint years ago. speed, Harris? I think he's going to have a lot of speed. What, what's your sprint speed, Harris, these days? Yeah, what is uh, speed? 10% of the <laughs> age 12 to 13 is where I would fall in <laughs> my sprint speed. Good, good wow. to know. Good to know. All right, uh, you are up next, Michael, and you took J.D. Davis. Another player, third base, a little outfield, a little this, a little that. So uh, yeah, another yeah. solid selection. What are your feelings on him? Uh, he's just one of those classic solid hitter guys. Uh, he's not going <laughs> to steal a many bags at all. And I know the Mets have a lot of players on that team. It's a real, it's a real nightmare over there, kind of, in a sense. <laughs> but I believe they believe he's one of the more reliable, less nightmarish players to ruin any playing time. But, hey. I could be wrong on this, but I don't think I'm taking much of a risk at this point in the draft. I think the upside is big enough where it could be a big return. David Fletcher is a guy who's not great at anything, but he's okay at basically everything. He's going to score some runs. I'm going to take him here, fill that middle infield spot that I've got uh, is a big, giant, gaping hole there. Uh, Now looking at my roster, of course, I I don't have a catcher because I'm Joe Pizapia, and I don't take catchers. That's not what I do. Um, Well, I don't even know. I haven't, this is true. I have not (laughs) even clicked over at the catcher (laughs) position till just now to even neither am I that's so funny look at my roster I got nothing don't care (laughs) don't care look at us look at us who would have thought uh right. let's (laughs) let's try to see aren't we the worst I know yet still the best in so many ways uh I'm gonna take a shot on Jordan Montgomery just some cheap wins maybe let's get another starting pitcher here um you know that that rotation has a lot of questions and I think Jordan Montgomery can help it out so I'm gonna go there it was between him and Yarborough was kind of kicking the tires on but I think I'm gonna go with the uh the guy on the better offensive team at least in my opinion uh Brady Singer another Joe Pizapia favorite goes right after Kansas City's starting to I think rebuild a little bit and Singer's a big part of that in that rotation Michael he sure is. No doubt about it, Joe. I'm doing my announcer voice here, and I got to tell you, it. one thing about Brady Singer is he's a bulldog on the mound. This guy will not back down from anybody, and that's the guy I want to go to war with every time. Back to you, Joe. Oh, that's so good. Thanks, Michael, for that man-on-the-street reporting. All right, Dan Harris, you are next on the clock. I don't know how you're going to follow that, so I would just I'm just going to make a pick because I'm like not, not anywhere close to uh, what my guy Michael is. I am taking Yarbrough. Joe, we talked. Oh, Yarbrough. I talked a little, I I thought a little bit about Tyone, um, but in the end, I don't know. You know, my, my pitching staff, the back end of it anyway, is a little questionable. So I'd rather just kind of take the boring guy who is going to be there. You know, that's, I think that I should change my, 
my team name to just being there because I still don't trust him at Yankee Stadium either. I'm, I'm suspect. Tyone, I want to see saying? it. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, yep. there's a lot of reasons not to trust him, and he's basically had one kind of quasi good season at this point. So <laughs> definitely something. Quasi is uh, just not but, used enough. You know, my, my rotation. I'm going to take another guy who, you know. I've kind of am just nonstop talking myself into. And this is where, Michael, you're going to be mad because I'm not throwing out the 2020 season at all. Mm, that's and oh, that is Drew, Drew no. Smiley. And the reason is I realized it was only whatever it was, 24 innings or whatever it was. But the velocity bump seemed real. Started using the curve a lot more, which is a really good pitch. And what I'm really thinking about uh, with this guy is that he – his whole career has been fine. Like, he's been a guy you can throw out there, like low four ERA, like decent whip. But if he really is taking the next step because he is finally healthy after being not healthy his whole career, the Braves, you know, trusted him enough to give him an $11 million deal. I'm going to trust him here. The back end of my rotation, I'm going to go with Smiley. All right. Colton Wong <sighs> goes next. That was a guy I was going back and forth on when I was trying to decide between him or Fletcher. So uh, what was Colton Wong in your mind? Um, you know, he's still available there. Obviously, probably top of the order. A little bit of stolen bases there. Run score is very important. Another thing we talked about on the pod earlier this week. So uh, do you think that Colton Wong has a chance to maybe break that 85 mark? Yeah, that's the reason I took him here. I'm looking for guys with plate appearances right around yeah. here. And I think if he's leading off, even if he doesn't lead off, if he can hit second in the order, which I would not do personally, but I'm hoping he leads off. And if he doesn't lead off here, this might be a bogus call because he's not going to hit that 85 run mark. But he is in Brewer. He's in the Miller Park where Bernie's going to slide down the slide and there's going to be beer splashing and people are going to be freaked out by his face and As people will be happy. Be. As they so. should be. And, uh, of course, another one of my guys, he's still there, so... Getting back on track with Brandon Nimmo. Brandon That's Nimmo, right. there Who isn't is. your guys? Who's I not mean, your guys? Uh, well, on my team? No. Look, <laughs> there's my guys, and if you're not my guy, I don't want you anywhere near my roster. Yeah. You're not even going to mention their names. That's I, impressive. Brandon yes. Nimmo. I'm not going to mention their names. That's that's how bad it gets. I think that is a big – look, everybody has their place. The problem is when you're doing snake drafts, it is a very different animal because you just know where the value is and where the value is not. So I think it's a lot easier to just kind of delineate and say, okay, I like this guy. I don't like this guy. Um, I actually got to do a little uh, spot yesterday with Craig Mish, and he talked to me about uh, Elysier Hernandez, who's getting a ton of buzz. Yeah. So mm. I'm going to go with the buzz and uh, listen to the man on the street there in Hernandez yep. and take another arm here. Uh, all right, back to you there, Michael. You chose wisely. Very impressive. Mm, uh, you, okay, I could get radical with this pick, but I'm going to try the reliability here and take Aaron Hicks, who is a guy he gets hurt yep. a lot, but if he's healthy and he's going to be in the mix in that lineup and play a lot, this would actually be a guy he's I'm assuming you think. Byron Buxton. Yes, exactly. <laughs> With a better OBP. He's got better plate discipline yeah. and he can get on base more. So I'm taking Hicks there. I bet, though, that Dan is hoping Hicks gets hurt. So Frazier plays a lot more. So. Yeah, I think Frazier is going to play regardless. I think that Gardner is probably going to be more the fill-in. I I do not hope that Aaron Hicks get hurt. I would never hope anyone gets hurt. How dare That's I? That's ridiculous. I know. I know. But I do expect him to get hurt, yes, because he's Aaron Hicks. <laughs> he gets hurt every year. Um, but he is going to bat. He is going to bat third right now. I mean, I think it's a great pick there, and it's someday I got to move up. I got a lot of ways I can go. There are a lot of interesting guys right now. I'm going to add a pitcher who I, you know, I filled out my staff. I'm going to take Michael Pineda, who again has had all sorts hmm. of issues, but he produces. When he's in there. And then I'm going to go with a little upside here for my outfield. A guy who I expect to uh, here we go in the minors, but who I think will be up very shortly once there they are is. able to get a little bit of control over him. And that is Can I say Alex. It? Yeah, go. Oh, I was wrong. Uh, you said Alex. I was going to say Jared Kalenic. <laughs> oh, no, no. Kal yeah, absolutely. 
Kalnick is somebody who I probably should be taking, but I believe I have an unconscious sort of inability to pull the trigger as a Mets fan because I've just <laughs> blocked out that he is, exists, even though he's fantastic. I'm actually going to go with Kirilov, although I do have Kalnick a little bit higher, but I'm sort of going into Kirilov a little bit more as I dig in. That bat, I mean, that bat is glorious. And they have a spot for him, right? He, you don't need somebody to get injured. They have a spot for him. They could start him in the majors right now. They're going to keep him down for you know whatever until that they get the one extra year of control then he's coming up i love his bat they trust him in the playoffs i'm, I'm getting kirilov now wherever i can so that's my guy and Good michael call. gets adam eaton too uh, another player but once again you're looking for at bats right you said it yourself that's kind of what this is right but he's a good player, though, too. Like, I know he gets hurt a lot, but when he's healthy, yeah. he can hit for a little bit of average. Great OBP league when he's healthy. And if he's going to be second in that lineup, 100 runs, bank on it. 100 runs. He never disappoints when he's healthy, man. If he can stay, when he's in there, he's good. And by the way, there's a lot. Of, you have so much position flexibility. At this point, like, it's just take the guys. Like, You're like a gymnast. You That's can, a, they're so flexible. My no goodness. one's ever said that in my entire life. Well, you're welcome. So, welcome to you. Fantasy Pros, where we say wow. things. All right, uh, I'm going to take a, a little backup for my guy who is inevitably going to get hurt um, in Justin Turner. And I'm going to take Candelario, who had a big bounce back last year. You know, two years ago, this guy looked like a nice little player. And then last year, the wheels came off. But uh, I'm going to go with the wheels going back on here and look for a little bounce back, which is good. So I'm uh, a Tigers guy. Good call. Yeah, I mean, yep. why not? Again, at-bats, right? He's got the good job. It's not going away. I think that's yep. what we're looking for. And you know what? Let's take some position eligibility. And let's take a little, uh, why not, some John Birdie, right? Some cheap steals. Hey! hey! There he is, floating around. Slight reach. And again, I've been mocked by the wizard. You know? That's <laughs> you can't Listen to wizard. me, wizard. You know, yeah. I, I, nobody beats the Wiz, I've been told. Nobody uh, beats the Wiz. At least Michael. they don't do the, the gifts or gifs that they do when we have this perfect draft thing where you try to redraft uh, the, the... Well, it gave me an emoji. Let's just say it was showing fine. me a... Uh, it was counting. It was giving me a, a finger. No, just kidding. That, that's fine. Ouch. That's fine. Ouch. Fingers Question. Michael, you are up and you took a catcher. How dare you? Why would you do that? I mean, come on, we got to do it at some point, right? I can't dismiss it forever, so I'm going Jorge Alfaro. If he can steal four bases and hit 15-plus home runs, that's fine enough. It's going to be terrible. It's probably going to be awful no matter who I pick at this point, so whatever. Who cares? Uh, I'm, like doing some, I'm definitely doing some catcher roulette here with Joe because I know that we like to do that a little bit. Oh, uh, my God. It's going to be so So fun. my next pick was Rymel Tapia, <laughs> another guy who I am, like, at the beginning of this season when I dove in, I was like, I don't want Rymel Tapia. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and now I'm like, wait, you're going to lead off with the Rockies. You have a decent chance of hitting 300 sure. with 15 to 20 steals. Okay, hmm. I'll do that. Whatever. Oh no, the top guy on my board is a catcher now. Okay, that that's problematic. Um, I gotta <laughs> look at this. Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna, you know, once once Michael did it, now I'm just like, well, now I need to do it. Uh, I'm just taking Join the Carson club. Kelly. I'm trying taking Carson Kelly. So now when I look at my roster, I'm like, great, because other than that, it's gonna be like Danny Jansen or Alejandro Kirk, who I love, but I don't think it's necessarily gonna start in the majors. So oh. I'm just taking Kelly. And I will take my usual whatever 45 RBIs and 45 runs that you get from a catcher and move on there. So, Michael, All right. Up. Very good. Very Michael, wise. Very wise. I take Spencer Turnbull, my hometown guy of the Detroit Tigers, Excellent. who I believe could be the ace of the staff this year. Yes, I said I, it. Not a good staff, moon, but still the do ace. You, do you moonlight as a broadcaster? Because you have the broadcast voice down. Well, if that's not, why I started. broadcast every one of my drafts that I do because like, <laughs> I would like that. Next up's Joe Pisapia. Hey, Joe's got every guy ever that he loves on his you team. You know what's funny? I had Bob Menery on my show years ago before he became Bob Menery when he just started doing the Madden things. 
And oh. that's basically what happened. Like, he just did this voice, and he did these funny things with it, and next thing you know, he becomes this, like, viral sensation guy. No so, kidding. That's cool. It, I, this is what I do. I, I, I see the talent. I identify it. I t- I'm like a scout. I'm like a scout <laughs> for it. this kind of stuff, for this kind of talent. Um, you know what? I'm going to take another guy, because saves are saves, even on a bad team, so why yep. not Hunter Harvey? And back that up a little bit, get a little extra there in the save department. I got a couple other hitters I got my eye on, too. We'll see which yeah. ones make it back to me. Because um, right now it is cycling. It's doing the beep, bop, boop, 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 beep. And it's back to me. And all my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. Rowdy to Les. Let's go. All right, let's oh! do it. I like the at the end there. there. A little That's nice fun. that. Like that I a little will- bit. I will note, since I noted earlier, that we are in round 26 of a 27-round draft, and Michael does not have a second relief pitcher yet. I just want that on the record. <laughs> that is just true. Just so everybody is aware of that. Hey, I don't have a catcher either, so. Absolutely. I mean, it's fine. All right, you're up, Michael. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm looking at now, and I've really kind of screwed myself, even though I'd like to pride myself on the fact that I can find guys that will still be the closers. So I can either just abandon it now and hope for the best, or I can stick with it and... Right now, I'm going to take a chance on a guy I think that could be valuable. I don't know what he's going to give me, but I know that he might get some saves. So let's go with Lucas Sims. I'm going to take a chance. I really like him. Yeah. I don't think he's hurt. I think the elbow thing at the beginning of the season, it's just getting going, warming up. Spring training, you get loose. You know, there's always going to be a few aches and pains. Yep. There yep. You uh, I, that there's, I have absolutely no issue with that one there. And again, even if you don't grab another... Um, Another closer, like, you know, there's going to be roughly 12 to 15 available throughout the year to get. Exactly. I'm going to take someone who Joe mentioned in the last show that we were on together as an outfielder with a ton of, uh, you know, bounce back potential. I think I know. guy who, again, he might get might get squeezed out a little bit of playing time. It really depends where it goes. Oh, boy. Is it Willie Calhoun? It is. It is. is. It's Willie Calhoun. Name that player. See, so we should good. not be drafting right. together anymore. It's catcher Joe. time. It's catcher time, buddy. Let's go. Let's now, do it. I took I took my catcher. Yeah. I went with Kelly. Oh, You're going. Wow. I'm, I'm so I'm set at catcher. I'm oh, just okay. sitting here like relying. Oh, I'm going to take another guy who's, you know, a late round pitcher that I'm drafting pretty much everywhere. I've talked about him a million times. It's Mitch Keller, uh, a guy who I, I just, oh. I feel like, you know what? Don't give me the crazy good luck. Don't give me the crazy bad luck. Just give me average luck and let me see what you can do in the season. And that's what I'm hoping for this year from Keller is like my ninth starter at this point. I knew this next pick was going to be where Mike, I just had a feeling that it was going to be Ty France. And wouldn't you know it, it was Ty France. So how'd you know uh, that? I just I had a feeling. I saw him out there and I said, this guy feels like a Ty France guy. Michael Govier feels like a Ty France guy to me. That's impressive, Joe. Very impressive. Oh, I got a C. I have been totally crapped on for my draft. Oh, man. All right, man. so what'd you get? What'd you get there? Wait, wait what's the number? The 75, number? man, a straight right. C, 75. Okay. I mean, uh, I, I, they don't like me either. I you know, After a couple of A, whatever I was the yeah, last Yeah, you were very up, high last couple. B, you know B what? minus for the big it guy. It hits me so much. Out of 100. I literally have a dot out of 100. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just a dot. I don't know what that All means. Right. Incomplete? It's, it's, it's a I'm dot. I'm going to projected standing. So if you're watching on YouTube.com, okay. uh, let's see. Okay, we've got... Dan Harris is going to be in sixth. Uh, Joe's in seventh, and Michael, you're in tenth. Hey, they do cool! Not like your draft, they do not <laughs> like your draft right now. Uh, yeah. All right. So, why don't you want to? Let's run through the rosters, right? Let's do. Yeah, that. let's do it. Let's run through. All right, Michael, start us off with your roster, which I have up right now. If you're watching YouTube.com/slash/FantasyBros/MLB, you can check it out. It's listing Michael's roster, all of our rosters. So, go ahead, Michael. Well, 
I got to say, I might have got a little too happily excitable about steals guys and multi-eligibility guys. I might have got a little too intense with that. It's good to have some of them, but I should have got a few more as we go back to the early part of the draft with Dan said with the big boppers. I should have got... I got Jorge Soler. Soler's a bopper. That's good news. So I can rely on those home runs. But I should have got another guy or two like that, like a friend, No Reyes, or somebody else I can rely on for the home run. Like a Schwarber, like you took, Joe. And I didn't do that. But I overall, besides relief pitching being trashed right now, I admit that freely. But that's my thing. That's what I do. And that's what a lot of analysts do anyway. That's my you know. jam. Yeah, that's what they all do for the most part. So I can't think of an ant. Rarely is the analyst besides Jeff Zimmerman, who a couple weekends ago took Hendricks and Hader with their first two picks in like the third and fourth round. So Whoa. that was pretty wild. But otherwise, I don't do relief pitchers until later. All right, Dan, how do you feel about your roster? Taking a look and recapping. You can go through it uh, player by player if you want. It's fine. It's I, I would fine. Everything's not, fine. You sound like Ross on not, Friends. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't, how high can my voice Well, you've get? got Tatis uh, and Albies. That's a lovely combination. That, that's fine. Yeah, so uh, Carson Kelly is my catcher, and so whatever. Look, I'm just looking at the way that they have put it. I, anybody <laughs> could play at any position based on my roster, just to be clear. But it's Muncie at first, Albies at second, Tatis at short, Mustakas at third, Polanco at short. Mancini, Robert Castellanos, Tommy Edmond, and Clint Frazier. Oh, and another one? Where I don't know. And Tapia. Ta- Tapia, I guess, because they put Tavares on the bottom. Nelson Cruz, though, is my DH, so it's there. Starting pitcher of Darvish, Carrasco, Barrios, Montas, Mali, Pineda, Smiley, yeah, and Yarborough on the bench as well as Keller. Uh, and my RPs are Rosenthal and Montero. And on my bench, I have Kirilov and Calhoun. So I, it's a fine team. This is not the greatest team I've ever drafted. I would admit that. But, yeah. uh, you know, B- minus seems a little harsh. The How one pick I have a beef with is Muncie real quick. Muncie is – I have concerns yeah. about the playing time because the Dodgers are such a mess with all these guys. With Turner coming back and Edwin Rios and Muncie, I feel like there's going to be less – opportunities for plate appearances. That's my only concern I, with for him. For me, I just feel like Muncie has just, Muncie just is a part of that lineup at this mm-hmm. point. I think that he's earned enough, you know, for last year, whatever. But I think he's earned enough. Like, what what's really has changed in the past? And Muncie's gotten his plate appearances for the most part, right? I mean, I just, yeah. I don't know. And Kiki Hernandez is gone now too, yeah. So That's maybe, true. Yeah, no yeah. Kiki at-bats. Maybe too. I'm overreacting. It's possible. No, no, no. Well, I mean, look, it's, a, it's, a fair, it's a fair talking point. Well, look, you got Gavin Lux, you got Chris Taylor, you got a lot of guys. You know, the Dodgers are kind of like the Michael Govier of teams, right? They've got all these guys who can fly all over. You know, <laughs> Bellinger could play multiple positions too if they needed him to. So, you know, that that's but a good the thing, thing is, for them. Changed? It's a bad what's thing for changed, fans. What's changed though, Joe? What, my question is, what, what, is there anything that has changed? If anything, like Lux's stock has dropped, right? It I mean, has. if anything, I think, right? You know, I said this yesterday on the show. I don't even remember which one, to be honest. But I feel like last year, everybody would love Gavin Lux. The Dodgers love Gavin Lux. And then he didn't break camp and everybody was stunned. He was the yeah. rookie of the year yeah. favorite heading into the season on FanDuel odds. And they didn't take him with him when they broke camp. And I think it really kind of affected him. I think it killed his confidence. And then he didn't have a normal, like, okay, we'll go back and play in AAA because that didn't exist. And I think the whole year, just this poor kid, like, honestly, I think it's, it, I don't want to say it's potentially ruined him, but it certainly put him in question. And I think that hopefully a normal spring and and they, you know, bring him up with him or AAA or whatever it is. Hopefully he could just get back on track, but I think it was a confidence issue with Gavin Lux last year. I don't think it was anything mechanical or anything else. I think they, he got shook 
And I think he took it personally. And we've seen that happen to players before where they should have been. I actually heard on last night on Major League uh, MLB Tonight on the network, they were talking about, Dan O'Dowd was talking about how he screwed up Ian Stewart, who was Major League ready and he didn't take him up with the team. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ian and Stewart. And he never rebounded. Yeah. And I am and I yelled at the screen, that's right, O'Dowd, that's your fault. You ruined Ian Stewart. <laughs> I had all the shares. You're absolutely right. You did ruin that. So good on him. All right, here's my team. Jan Gomes, a catcher. Sure, why not? Uh, Paul Goldschmidt at first base. Whit Merrifield at second. Manny Machado at uh, shortstop. I got Justin Turner at third. Glaber Torres in that middle infield spot. David Fletcher. Then Aloy Jimenez, Tommy Pham, Byron Buxton, Victor Robles, Kyle Schwarber, Andrew Benintendi. Everybody's hitting dingers. Everybody's stealing bags. That's what we do on the Joe squad. The, uh, the pitcher... Uh, combinations are Garrett Cole, Corbin Burns, Chris Paddock, Sixto Sanchez, Aaron Savali, Brad Hand, Hernandez, Montgomery, LeClerc, the bench is Nimmo, Candelario, Birdie, Telez, and Harvey. I feel like uh, the pitching is good. Garrett Cole is great. The rest of the pitching is good. Paddock is very good. I've saved my pitching. If he is bad, it's going to be a long season. And look, there's a lot of risk. With all due respect, in the words of Ricky Bobby, this roster might not amount to jack you know what so that's it that's where we are uh michael i want to thank you so much for your time today i hope you had as much fun doing this as we did having you on as a guest i can only imagine this is the first of many that we're going to have you around when we're doing baseball talk so once again plug yourself where everybody can find you and what you're doing right now besides mock drafting with us it's a real pleasure i actually enjoyed this no jokes all the jokes there was a lot of them today all kidding aside, this has been cool. It's great getting to know you guys for a little bit and talking baseball. I'm Michael Goviet, MJ Govier, G-O-V is in Victor, I-E-R on Twitter. And I host the Hey! It's the Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It's on all standard podcast platforms. You can find it anywhere. It's a dumb name, but we really do talk like straight fantasy baseball. We've had a lot of tons of great guests, more to come. So please check that out. And of course, rotofanatic.com, which I run with Matt Williams and Cam Mirano and Spencer Crosby and Paul Mamino and a lot of great guys. You can check it out. We have the Data Monster. It's a very cool tool. Could help you win your league this year. Don't miss out. If Michael doesn't make you smile, then you have no soul. I'm just putting that out there right now. No soul. If you don't smile listening to this man talk baseball, we appreciate you coming on the show today. Dan Harris, you spent a long time in the salt mines yesterday. So would you come (laughs) out with in terms of the tools and things that are going on right now that people can go to fantasypros.com and check out and use to prepare for their fantasy baseball season? I like that you just like t- talk about the tools, Dan, as if like I just spend all day. You're the them. EIC of FP. And I do. That's I do. That's are. what I do right now. Okay. Yes. This is obviously the draft lizard. Fancypros.com slash draft lizard. Do a mock. Do 50 mocks. Do 100 mocks. Honestly, if you want to dominate your draft, that is the way to do it. Use our cheat sheet creator. That's what I do. You can pull in rankings from selected experts. Use me and Joe if you want just our rankings to take with you in your draft, and it will automatically update whenever we update our rankings. Use the draft assistant. That's the big one, which I want to make sure everybody knows about because I am doing right now, as I said, we're doing TGFBI. I have it synced with, and it's basically what you saw on our YouTube channel when you're looking at a mock draft. That's what it is, and it's so easy. It makes real-time suggestions, and again, I will plug the Fantasy Baseball Fest that we are doing on Friday, March 12th. Got, we're also going to be doing giveaway of prizes, mystery boxes from pristine mm-hmm. auctions. So you're going to want to attend. We're going to have great guests. It's going to be awesome. Now I'm done. Very cool. And again, to get on there, go to youtube.com slash fantasy pros, MLB, subscribe, 
Click the little bell, get the notifications so you can know every time Dan and I have great guests. We're also going to be talking baseball five days a week here on that channel. So make sure you go again to Fantasy Pros MLB on YouTube. Subscribe and get in that contest as well. Thanks to our friends at pristineauction.com, fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. This month, autographed Juan Soto jersey doesn't get much better than that. That'll do it for Dan and Michael and myself. But the story of the game goes on. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Baseball Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Pros MLB and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros MLB. 